Hey everyone, I'm Jasmine Patterson and you're listening to The Beyond Ordinary Show, your weekly companion to living a beyond ordinary life. The Beyond Ordinary Show is sponsored by Ellie Nelly. Ellie Nelly creates comfortable clothes and unique gifts for beyond ordinary people. You can support The Beyond Ordinary Show and grab some dope Ellie Nelly gear at www.elliennelly.com. That's E-L-I-N-E-L-L-Y.com. Use the code Beyond Ordinary. One word, all lowercase, to save 10% on your first purchase. Now, let's get started. And thank you for listening to the Beyond Ordinary Show. I'm your host, Jasmine Patterson, and I'm here to be your weekly companion, reflecting on what's happening around the world, in our communities, and in our own hearts and minds, and using those conversations to help us understand how to build and live a Beyond Ordinary life. Last week on the Beyond Ordinary Show, we talked about how when things get hard, The key to surviving and persevering is to take challenges hour by hour. I was told by some listeners that they wanted more content. Sorry, guys. And I even received one of my favorite compliments ever, that the show is like motivation meditation. I love that. And you're right. We can be motivated and energized towards success without having a feeling of being threatened or yelled at. And I'm happy to be the person that is able to do that for you. And I'm happy to be your peaceful companion toward living a beyond ordinary life. Especially today, as we're discussing a huge barrier to being beyond ordinary in our own health and wellness. Well, actually, I don't want to use the term barrier, but I don't want to use the term excuse either. Let me explain. See, when you learn about motivation in school, you learn about something called Maslow's Hierarchy. If you've never heard of Maslow's Hierarchy, essentially there are steps that you take in order for you to be able to be motivated and be your best self. According to Dr. Maslow, you need to have your basic needs met, you should feel safe, and you should feel loved before you can aspire to be something bigger than yourself. I want to break that down and reframe it for the purpose of living beyond ordinary. Instead of having a multi-tiered approach, I want to focus on the concept of wellness and well-being and how those are necessary first steps to us, then going further and reaching beyond. So let's start here. There's moments in our lives where we feel good. We feel capable of accomplishing things. Let's call those moments wellness. Those moments happen when certain dimensions of health are all put together and in balance. So as the spokesperson for a beyond ordinary life, I'm going to say that in order to have access to the motivation, to the drive, and to the ability to put forth what needs to be done in order to live a beyond ordinary life, We must first need to achieve and maintain wellness. Notice I said and maintain there too. Wellness is not an end goal. It's one of those things where you can't reach it and then go, cool, I'm done with that. No, you have to keep working on it and improving. It's like laundry. Sure, you can wash every piece of clothing you own and think you're done, but then you look down and you're wearing clothes. And you're gonna shower later and then put on new clothes and you you want to you wanna be clean and 
fresh and present your best self to the world, you just can't let that laundry pile up and get overwhelming or you can't start the load in the washer and then forget it in the dryer or you avoid folding it and putting it away until you have a have a huge pile that's when it gets out of control and when you know you're not doing well if all of your favorites are dirty right all your favorite things to wear all your favorite clothes are dirty you're not going to be able to pick out the best outfit our wellness is the same way we have to maintain and care for ourselves daily in order to step up and present our best self forward. So for wellness, I'm going to break it down into five dimensions, okay? We have our physical health, our mental health, our emotional health, our spiritual health, and our social health. So for this episode, I'm going to give you an overview of all five of those dimensions and later I want to circle back and give each one a good amount of motivation meditation time but really first things first okay everything starts and ends with our physical health if we aren't physically healthy we will not be able to have energy for our other areas of health Consider physical health as the foundation on which the other four pillars of health are built. Our physical health allows us to access different sets of circumstances, and it creates different opportunities for us to think about ourselves and present ourselves to the world. Look good, feel good. Feel well, function well, right? So what all is included in physical health? Mainly sleep, nutrition, and exercise. Getting enough sleep, eating a balanced diet, and moving, by doing those things, our body allows us the opportunity to look our best and feel our best. But when we do the opposite, and when we don't allow our bodies to rest and reset, when we consume garbage or drugs, And when we don't move and use our bodies, we become sluggish, heavy, and unmotivated. Honestly, we aren't much different than a cell phone. We need to be charged, and sometimes we just need to be turned off and reset. When we turn back on, we'll work smoothly again. If you keep too much open or you overuse us, we're going to underperform. Very, did you try turning it on and off around here, right? And if you're at the point where you've let this dimension slip, you recognize this dimension needs work, don't get frustrated with yourself. We can't be upset when we don't get the results we didn't work for. Be accountable to yourself when you are doing the steps to make your body and your mind work efficiently. And when that does happen, as life is not a plateau, it's not a, like a smooth, straightforward road, right? We all have ups and downs, hills and valleys. There's no point in dwelling over the past. Don't be mean to you. Just go apologize to your body and go make it right. Seriously, have you ever sincerely checked in with and apologized to your body? Have you ever thanked your body for powering through a hard day or a hard workout? Really, we have 
this one body, this one temple, and it is our responsibility to care for it by putting good things into it, using it so that it does not rust, and allowing it to rest and replenish for the next day. That is our physical dimension of health. And that is our foundation on which the other dimensions or the other pillars of health are built. And if our body represents our physical health, our mind is going to represent our mental health. Mental health is all about mindful thinking. Are you allowing yourself to think creatively? Are you allowing yourself to be curious and explore? Are you challenging yourself intellectually? Do you have an understanding and clarity about the world around you? These are all elements of being mentally healthy. People who want to be mentally healthy are going to be lifetime learners. They are going to try and solve problems. They will read books and engage in understanding the world around them. Mentally healthy people are going to challenge themselves and stimulate themselves in ways that allow them to grow. So what do people who are not mentally healthy do? They may live outside of reality, refusing to face or cope with their present situation. People who are not mentally healthy will shrink from engaging and learning about the world around them. They hide from the truths and from hard issues. When people are not mentally healthy, they are not making plans or organizing their thoughts. Instead of executive mental function, their brains are ruled by chaos. Their decisions seem illogical, and honestly, they often are. To achieve mental health, we have to be open and honest with reality. We have to approach our lives with a willingness to learn and grow from every experience. And for some people, that can be inherently very difficult. There are real problems that many people face that affect their mental health. ADHD, PTSD, depression, anxiety, grief, and plenty of other mental health disorders and malfunctions that make it hard to organize reality. And when life gives you an extra obstacle to face in order to just think clearly, I know it makes life that much harder to handle. And I want to go more into mental health in detail later, but for now, I want you to understand that there is no one on this earth living with perfect circumstances. Even if you think the grass is greener on the other side, the other person is still responsible for watering the grass, cutting that grass, making sure it has enough sun, keeping critters and dog poop off of it so it will survive. We all, all of us have our own problems to solve and our own grass to water. The first step toward overcoming any disorder, malfunction, or even just messiness in our brains is to first decide to face that issue. Choosing to find a way to think like the best version of you was capable of thinking is how, hour by hour, day by day, week by week, we become and we stay mentally healthy. So physical health is achieved by 
how we treat our bodies. Mental health is achieved through how we treat our minds. And emotional health is all about our symbolic heart. Emotional health is all about the feels, how emotionally well we are, and how we approach life and its circumstances, including how we cope when things get difficult. The greatest quality of emotional health is positivity. Finding the silver lining, having enthusiasm for the day ahead, believing things happen for a reason and allowing yourself to be happy, to be grateful, and to be kind. When the moment is right, is absolutely the goal of having good emotional health. Now, this isn't to say you should never feel upset or sad or disappointed. Every emotion we feel has a rightful place and we feel it for a reason. It's our body trying to tell us something, but we are responsible for it. We are responsible for the words we say due to our emotions and we are responsible for the things we do in each of our emotional states, which also means it's important to recognize our emotions efficiently and learn how to manage and regulate them. No one should have to be a victim of an unregulated emotional response. Take responsibility for yourself and the energy and the feelings you put into this world, not only for others, but also for yourself. Bitterness, jealousy, resentment, anger, those are not homes. They cannot be where we allow our hearts to live. And we cannot allow them to live in us rent-free. Absolutely not. It's important that we recognize when we have unwanted emotions living within us or living within the heart of someone we love. And it's our duty to give those emotions an eviction notice. Cruelty. You're not welcome here. Fear, you got to get out. Worry, thank you for your concern, but I need you to leave now. If our body is our one home, we will always have on this earth. It is our temple. Do not allow something that does not serve you to overstay its welcome inside of your home, inside of you. Feel those emotions, address them, then release them back into the world. That is emotional maturity. That is emotional health. And emotional health is about finding our way back to feeling the good. So now we've talked about three of our five dimensions for beyond ordinary health and wellness. The fourth is spiritual health. I was once at a friend's wedding whose father was a pastor And he and I got to talking and he came around to saying, it doesn't matter what you believe, just believe in something. So I know where my faith lies and I understand how my spirituality orients my life, but I'm not here to preach to you, okay? What do you believe in? And that could be a religious deity, it could be horoscopes, it could be karma, The entire premise of spiritual health is that the world is bigger than just you. You have something you can believe in 
and our spiritual health, depending on whatever or whoever you believe in, offers us many things. Spiritual health connects our feelings and our values. It helps us live with a sense of meaning and direction. It offers awareness of ourselves and something beyond ourselves to compare ourselves to and measure ourselves against. Our spiritual health also includes our sense of morals and ethics. What is right and what is wrong? Spiritual health connects us as people outside of our obvious similarities. And when someone has a true understanding of their beliefs, their values, their traditions, and their ethical path, they can surrender themselves to a peaceful life. Essentially, a beyond ordinary life. And finally, we have social health. Social health is our health dimension that lies outside of ourselves that connects us to the world. Our social health involves our ability to build relationships, to communicate with others, to adapt to our surroundings, and to find balance in our relationships and in our commitments. It also allows us to put into action our other dimensions in order to allow ourselves to build those connections and build those relationships that just occur in life, right? Social health is definitely the most wide-reaching dimension and it is the one that is truly the most individually personalized and constructed. So much goes into play with our social lives. Certainly no two people follow the exact path during their early home and family life over to making friends, into dating, and then to building a family. No, there are many, many factors which make how we interact, how we get along, and whatever we do with others and how we feel connected to others, very unique. But there are steps everyone can take, no matter the circumstance, to have beyond ordinary social health dimension in order to reach wellness. And I want to break down two of those right now, okay? Number one, love yourself. If you don't love you, how do you expect anyone else to? Not only that, when we aren't in love with who we are and who we are becoming, we tend to try to be someone else. We try to fake who we are for the approval of others. And when you're being fake, you're going to get caught. As the old saying goes, real recognize real. Either you were not fooling anyone to begin with, or eventually they're going to figure it out. So just be you. Understand that you are enough. Step number two for improving your social health is to nurture your relationships. The older I get and the more Facebook memories that pop up, I realize, man, I've been friends with this person for a decade or wow, I'm in my longest healthy romantic relationship. I'm reminded of how important those people are to me and how long they've stuck around and also that I wanna keep them around. If you love somebody and they're important to you, 
Give them their flowers. Celebrate your friend's success as if it were your own. Compliment them. Boost them up. Take a serious interest in how they are doing. Let your people know you appreciate them. Even a phone call or a thank you note can drastically improve someone's day. When you let people know you care about them and you appreciate them, and it's going to make every relationship you have better. Doing just those two things, loving yourself and nurturing your relationships, helps you improve your social health so you can build and maintain healthy relationships. We'll definitely take a deeper dive into social health dimension in the coming weeks, as well as give all five of the five health dimensions their own conversation. But this was a solid overview to let you know that in order to be beyond ordinary, we have to be healthy enough to reach that point. To recap, the five health dimensions of a beyond ordinary lifestyle are one, physical health, two, mental health, three, emotional health, four, spiritual health, and five, social health. When we make a deliberate effort to achieve wellness through having balance in these five areas, we grant ourselves the opportunity to reach beyond our limitations and toward our dreams. We grant ourselves the opportunity to live a beyond ordinary life. Thank you for listening. It's been an honor. Remember, don't settle for ordinary. You're beyond that. See you next Tuesday. The Beyond Ordinary Podcast is brought to you by Ellie Nelly and hosted by me, Jasmine Patterson. To get in touch with me, email me right at beyondordinary at ellinelly.com. That's beyondordinary, one word, at E-L-I-N-E-L-L-Y.com. And don't forget to shoot over to the website to support the Beyond Ordinary show just by supporting the brand. Love you. You're wonderful. You're amazing. And you're enough. Go have a great week. See you next Tuesday.